Welcome to Gene and Mike to the New York Times Crossword. Gene is off tonight, so I am doing solo duty for Friday, October 20th, 2023. I did do the crossword, and I found it to be a pleasant Friday, not nearly as challenging as Thursdays, and I am not, after that, a um, bit of a morass complaining. Um, took me about 23 minutes to do this, so that's considerably shorter than my average time. So I would say that this was on the easy side, easier side. It's not easy. Fridays are never easy, but uh, depending on your, on, you know, how much experience you have solving these, you may find them easier. And I do predict that if you do these crosswords all the time, you will find them easier and you will get closer to completing or even completing most of them in uh, the not too distant future, especially if you listen to this podcast. Um, let's see, there were some interesting words, some interesting clues and answers in today's puzzle, um, starting off with one across, the stipulation that's more common in a seller's market. That was as is. That took me a while to get. And that crossed with one down, distinction not used in the military. And I had AMPM, and I'm like, what is that? And then I realized it's AMPM, which is true because the military are on the uh, 24-hour clock. Um, let's see, five across centers of some centers was an amusingly worded clue, and the answer was atria. Uh, 14 across stops along the way, say, uh, that was motel rooms. If you parsed that right, it was easy. If you didn't, it was hard. Uh, 17 across, it clearly divides people. So, you know, you're thinking about some sort of partisanship, but the answer in this, clay, in this case was plexiglass, which clearly divides people. Uh, let's see, 18 across, hat material for the paranoid, that was foil. I always thought it had to be aluminum foil, but I guess not. And 11 down, I don't know, I think they may need to update 11 down. DIY booster seats was phone books. Do they even make phone books nowadays? Probably, but I haven't seen one in a very long time. Let's see. Um, I like the fact that we had 16 across lamenting words was, ah, me, A-H-M-E, and that crossed 12 down in an atmosphere of, and that was um, amid. Also in that general area, we had 23 down, struck down, which was smote. Took me a while to get that. Didn't realize they had lapsed into sort of biblical spelling there. 32 across. Spilling a drink on someone or dancing on a host's sofa is a party foul. I have not heard that word before. I am going to make the guess that that is a debut. And I guessed wrong. It has appeared a total of five times in the New York Times crossword. Uh, not very frequently. It was in 2007, 2008, 2016, 2018, and 2023. So again, just a, a paltry few appearances. Let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, big name in pest control, 38 across was... Well, at first I thought it was Arkin. I think I was thinking there's an actor named Alan Arkin, but it turned out to be Orkin. So eventually I got that because of 21 down some nudes, and that was body doubles. First, I thought it was something to do with body paints, but 35 across, that being AC converter was a diode. 
let's see here. We had uh, 25 down. The Central Asian Savory Pastry was a Samsa. And for those of you who know your Kafka, you'll know that Samsa is also the name of a character who turns into an insect. And hopefully the Samsa who turns into an insect and the Central Asian Savory Pastry are never confused one for t'other. This I certainly hope not. 43 down, sound from the satisfied. At first I thought it was going to be ah, spelled, by the way, in case you were wondering, A-H-H-H, or possibly A-A-H-H, but both were were actually moot points. Uh, the correct answer was sigh, S-I-G-H, as in ah, which doesn't sound at all like sigh. 37 down, it looked like stingy sort. It was spelled S-T-I-N-G-Y, sort, uh, but it did have a question mark after it, and and listeners, you probably know, and unless you're a new listener, if you are a new listener, welcome, that uh, the question mark means that you should not interpret this clue literally. Put on your pun hat before you try to attempt it. In this case, the answer was really, the, the clue should have been read as stingy sort, because the answer was B. I'm not entirely sure that stingy is a real word, but... Um, Sometimes they they take a few liberties when they're going for humor here. Uh, Speaking of humor, 39 across second half, question mark. See, there's that question mark again. And that was alter ego. Um, One surprise to me, 47 down, awesome in modern slang was fire. I just have the feeling that people are taking words at random and deciding to give new meaning to them. I think we need to have some sort of committee to look into this, but that's probably not going to happen. Anyways, last uh, clue that I uh, thought worth mentioning, Venus de Milo with drawers and lobster telephone, and the answer was Dali's. I just love those paintings. All right, well, it is Friday, which means it's time for Fun Fact Friday, and on Wednesday we had a theme where a rabbit was being pulled out of a hat uh, in the grid, it was it was really quite impressive. If you go back to uh, Wednesday's podcast to hear about it. But in that clue, they had, or in that grid, they had uh, one answer, which was abracadabra. And so I thought I'd talk just briefly for Fun Fact Friday. Sorry, I can't do the music um, about abracadabra. So this is uh, from uh, Wikipedia. Abracadabra is a magic word historically used as an incantation on amulets and common today in stage magic. Etymology, abracadabra is of unknown origin, but according to the Oxford English Dictionary, which means it must be right, its first known occurrence is in the century, second century work of Serenus Simonicus. Several folk etymologies are associated with the word from phrases in Hebrew that mean I will create as I speak, or Aramaic, I create like the word, to folk etymologies that point to similar words in Latin and Greek, such as abraxas, or to its similarity to the first four letters of the Greek alphabet, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta. According to the OED online, no documentation has been found to support any of the various conjectures. Oh dear. Well, the first known mention of the word was in the 2nd century AD in a book called Liber Medicinalis, sometimes known as De Medicinia Precepta Soluberimu by Serenus Simonicus, physician to the royal emperor Caracalla who in chapter 52 prescribed that malaria wearers uh, suffers wear an amulet containing the word written in the form of a triangle. The power of the amulet, he claimed, makes lethal diseases go away. 
Other Roman emperors, including Geta and Severus Alexander, were followers of the medical treatings, uh, teachings of Serenus Simonicus and may have used the incantation as well. It was used as a magical formula by the Gnostics of the sect of Basilides in invoking the aid of beneficent spirits against disease and misfortune. It is found on the Braxis stones, which were worn as amulets. Subsequently, its use spread beyond the Gnostics. The Puritan minister Increase Mather, yes, his first name was Increase, hmm, I'll ignore the obvious puns there, uh, dismissed the word as bereft of power. Daniel Defoe also wrote dismissively about Londoners who posted the word on their doorways to ward off sickness during the Great Plague of London. The religion of Thelema spells the word Abrahadabra and considers it the magical formula of the current eon. The religion's founder, Elisa Crowley, explains in his essay, Germatria, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, let me try that again, Gematria, that he discovered the word and his spelling by Kabbalistic methods. The word Abrahadabra also appears repeatedly in the 1904 invocation of Horus that led to the founding of Thelema. Abracadabra is now more commonly used in the performance of stage magic as a magic word at the culmination of a trick. Whew, wow, what a long history for the word abracadabra. It's magic how much went into that, into that article and how much went into that word. Uh, anyways, that is it for our fun fact, and that is it for Friday. Thanks, everyone, for listening. A reminder, when you are listening to these podcasts, if you're having trouble following along with the conversation, wander over to xwordinfo.com. Every day they publish the crossword completely solved with the clues, and that makes following our discussion a little bit easier. Gene should be back tomorrow. I should be back tomorrow. And remember, you can always get a hold of us, crosswordpodcast at icloud.com. So we'll see all of you again tomorrow.